Hello, good people. I'm back another week. Excited because we are still alive. Living by his grace and his mercy. I hope you are excited about life and thankful for everything that God has done for you and your family. Praying that you continue to be safe within this pandemic and you continue to lean and depend upon the Lord. Welcome to another week of It's Personal Podcast. Um, it's a blessing to have you. I'm humbled to have you. And, and again, hopefully this week will help you carry over to another week. And this week we're going to deal with having a renewed life. Uh, it's personal. Life begins with Jesus Christ. And, and when you start to think about your personal relationship with God, it is a renewed life, regeneration, God creating us and empowering us to be spiritual rather than carnal. And we thank him for that. We thank him for his spirit to be able to live and to be able to discern what is right and what is, what is wrong according to his sight. So today we're just going to read and talk about some things that will help you to not get prideful of learning the word of God, to help you to not get prideful uh, of where you are in your life because there was a time that all of us was apart from God. And as long as we can remember that, remember where we once were, but does not, but do not dwell on it and remember where we are going and what God has brought us to, you will keep a level head. You will keep your head down. You will remain humble because you realize that it wasn't because of nothing that you did. And even if you do think that it's because of something that you did, I'm going to bust your bubble this week because it's only by the grace of God that we are all who we are today. So shall we pray? Father God, Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, we ask and realize that this is a down period for America, not only with the coronavirus, but also with the police brutality on African Americans, oh God. And, and Lord, we asking that you touch us right now, that you you remove the hurt right now, Lord. We asking that you remove the pain right now, Lord. Give us all clarity to fight this fight with you, oh God, because we realize that we would not be successful in anything without you. So Lord, I'm asking that you touch everybody Touch every mother that has a son. Touch every father that has a son. Touch every young black man. Touch every young black baby. Lord, we just asking for protection around us all, oh God. Because we need you. We, we, we need you in this world. We, we need you in this society because there are some devils that are still out there, Lord. We realize that they are not going to go away, but Lord, right now we are praying for strength and for protection. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, touch our 
hearts, Lord. Touch our minds to receive this word. Touch my mind. Touch my heart. Touch my mouth, oh God, to give your people your word to where they are able to understand it. And Lord, we pray this prayer in your darling son, Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. You all bear with me. I've had this little slight cough for the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> it just come every now and then. Just don't know, but we are still kicking it. We are still making it. And this week, we are still doing His will. So this week, we're going to deal with having a renewed life. Having a renewed life. Coming from Ephesians chapter 2. As we walk it. I will explain it as we walk it, and we're going to start with verse 1, and we're just going to go until, until God says stop, all right? But here we are, Ephesians 2 and 1, it says once, you know, back in school, when we made those stories, we always started off those stories with once upon a time. So here in the New Living Translation, it says once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. So once upon a time, you and I we were dead because of our disobedience. We were dead spiritually because of our many sins. But then because we were dead, we were not aware to where it affected us spiritually. And that's the reason why a lot of us stayed in the place that we once was at. Because at that appointed time, there was no desire to live holy. There was no desire to do his will because we were disobedient. And I don't know about you, but there was some stuff back in my day to where I was disobedient and I knew that I was disobedient. But you know what the scripture said once? You were, meaning past tense. So, so this is not talking about now. This is not talking about the present, but in your past. And, and even if you are in the place of disobedience, even if you are in the place of still in your many sins, I just need to let you know that the Lord, he is still able to deliver you. And as you continue to grow and as you continue to get closer to the Lord, you will be able to continue to say, once upon a time. Yes, yes, so the Bible says once 
you were dead because of your disobedience. Once you were dead because of your many sins. And it goes on to say, you used to live in sin. Just like the rest of the world. Obeying the devil. The commander of the powers in the unseen world. Look, look, look. Verse 2 says, you used to live. Verse 1 says, once you were. So, so this is just saying that there is some growth in this scripture. And, and there should be some growth in your life spiritually. And as we walk this thing, you're going to remember. You're going to think back to what, to what you once were. You're going to think back to how you used to live. And the scripture just simply says, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. We see the world every day doing their own things. The scripture said, obeying the devil who is the commander of the powers in the unseen world. The scripture says, he is the spirit at work in the heart of those who refuse to obey God. So a lot of times we wonder, well, well, why am I doing this? It's because there is an evil spirit that refuses to obey God. So here Paul, he's, he's walking this thing, y'all. He's walking it once. You were dead because of your disobedience, because of your sins. You used to live in sin just like the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in your hearts of those who refuses to obey God. And it goes on, verse 3, it says, all of us, mm, not just me, not just, not just you, but all of us, and I'm not ashamed. I, myself, I used to live that way. And if you be honest with yourself, it's just like what the scripture says, all of us. Keyword, used to. Past tense. All of us used to live that way doing what? I'm glad you asked. Following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. All of us at some point in your life, we've all been there and done that. And because of our <laughs> disobedience and our sins, by our very nature, the scripture says we were subject 
to God's angel. We were living in sin and just did not realize how much trouble we were really in. Now that I am spiritually woke, as the young folks say, now that I'm spiritually woke, I realize how much danger I put myself in when I was living by the world decrees. And we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. So as we are talking about this, uh, I just need to ask you something. Why do we feel that we, are, we have the right to put other people down? Why do we feel that we have been holy all of our life, but tonight we are going to talk about, today we're going to talk about being renewed by the Holy Spirit. The scripture. So this verse 1 through 3. It's personal. It is personal. We are no, no better than anybody. And that is what Paul was saying, was that the Jews were no better than the Gentiles because they were both sinful. But I'm so glad and I'm so thankful of the letter B. As in blood. I'm so thankful for the letter U. As in understanding. I'm so thankful for the letter T as in thankful. If you put those three letters together, but mm, that's what the scripture said in verse 4, but God is so rich in mercy and we all have some but God moments. We all have some but God situations. And, and I want to be here talking to you today if it had not been for God's grace and his mercy. So the scripture says, but God is so rich in mercy. That's the stuff that we deserve. But thank God for his mercy. There are some punishments that we deserve, but thank God for his mercy. But God is so rich in mercy. And he loved us so much. 
that even though mm, a loving God, that even though we were dead because of our sins, the scripture said he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Even though mercy, look now, we're talking about mercy that even though we were dead because of our sins, God gave us life when he raised Jesus from the dead. That's the reason why it makes no difference how quiet people be doing the sermon when somebody say early Sunday morning, everybody just get excited because we understand that if it had not been for Jesus getting up on that third day, ooh, I'm about to get it happy by myself. He gave us a renewed life. He, he woke us up spiritually with the Lord. And the scripture says, it is only by God's grace that you have been saved. It's not because of some certain act that you think you did real good. It is only because of God's grace. How did I make it this far? It's because of God's grace. I'm only saved and living a spiritual life now only because of God's grace. I strive to give him my best now. Why? Only because of God's grace. I am where I am today only because of God's grace. People, we need to humble ourselves. It's only because of God's grace. Verses say, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. I just can't get over verse 5 where he said, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Jesus said, I came so that you may have life and have it what? More abundantly. He gives us, we have life because of him. And we are seated with him in the heavenly realm. And we are united with him. He has brought us into his presence and into an intimate relationship 
with himself. It's important that everybody, that we all have an intimate relationship with Jesus. That's the only way that we will continue to have that drive to give him our best and to live according to his decrees. So he gave us life. He has renewed us. We are seated with him in the heavenly realms and we are united with Christ Jesus. Verse 7 says, So God can point to us in all future ages as examples. Mm. <clears throat> Make sure you get that now. Verse 7 says, So God can point to us. Point to yourself. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us. As shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God shows us grace not only for us, but for us to be examples for future ages. You probably sit down with your family, sit down with your friends, people who are long gone still talking about what God was able to do in their lives. And they are examples. And that's the same way with your life. We are examples of God's grace. You are an example of God's grace. I am an example of God's grace. It makes no difference how we got to where we are. We are all examples of God's grace and his kindness toward us. We help show who God is. Why? Because we are examples. So no matter where you are, it's important for you to stay on the battlefield for the Lord because we are just examples. Examples for your children. Examples for your family. Examples for your friends. <clears throat> I got a question for you. What kind of example are you living? Since we see that so God can point to us in all future ages as examples. I got a question. What kind of example are you living? I would apologize for that question, but that's the scripture. 
We have to be aware of who we are in God. That's the reason why this thing is so serious. It's because somebody is always watching. I don't care if they're younger or older or same age. Somebody is always watching. <clears throat> so they say, God save you by his grace when you believe. And you can't take credit for this. Why? Because it is a gift from God. God saved you by his grace the moment you believe by faith what he had done for us through Jesus dying for, on the cross for our sins and wanting to have a proper relationship with God. And you know what? The reason why is like that because God already knew how prideful the human nature will be. That's the reason why it's clear. And you can't take credit for this because it is a gift from God. So let me tell you something. Instead of you talking about what you think you did, start giving God credit for all he did. Because if it had not been for God, none of that stuff that you think you did would have happened in the first place. So you better humble yourself before God humble you. Because it, we are saved by his grace when we all believe. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. Why? So that none of us can boast. Why? Because remember, once upon a time, remember that you used to live like the world. Remember that we all used to have passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. Just like everyone else. And because of that, we have no reason to take credit because all the glory belongs to God. But I like this. Verse 10, it says, for we are God's masterpiece. <clears throat> My other Bible says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. The New Living Translation says he has created us anew in Christ Jesus. 
so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. We are renewed through Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Glory to God. We are his masterpiece. We are his workmanship. Our spiritual birth being recreated. Created in Christ Jesus unto good work. Jesus has remade our spiritual lives so that we could then do good works. Let me tell you, you cannot produce good works without the Lord. There could have been no good works by him prior to conversion that would merit salvation. Good works follow salvation. Good works do not precede salvation. You have your good works because of his spirit. You have your good works because of your belief. You have your good works because of your faith. It did not come before salvation. But it came when Jesus reached down and touched your heart. Touched your mind. Touched your soul. It was at that time that you realized I need to get some things in order. I need to change some things about my life. I need to do some things better than what I'm doing. It was at that time that you realized that life truly begins with Jesus Christ. So good people, I thank you for tuning in another day for this podcast, Renewed Life. Hopefully, as you live your life, you will realize that every good thing is because of God. And humble yourself. Always walk in humility. Because we have all had a once upon a time experience. We have all had a been there experience. And the same grace that God shows us every day. Is the same grace we should have for the people that we see personally in our lives. 
So carry that with you. As you grow, they don't make you better than nobody. Have that grace. Have that mercy. We're just growing. I'm growing. You growing. And that's the thing. We must continue to grow. We all have room to grow. Growing never stops. It never stops. So God bless you. God keep you. Smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse. And smile lastly. Why? Because it will get better. God bless you. God keep you. Until we meet again.